Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. This is 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 the Love Loud Show, and here we are. What? <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast, guys. Yes, I stole Moni's jingle, 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 jingle bell, and put it at the front of the show. And put it at the front of the what show. What do you know? <laughs> it was in my head you know it was in my head but welcome wait, back wait. to our podcast yes i went with the flow for our show thank you we are now on episode five of our lovely podcast yes how you doing i am uh, not gonna lie your girl has had uh, a rough week a very Her march was madness right and um tired i am tired but I'm she here. She's tired. Mm. But I'm here to make it happen because you know I can't sleep on this. Mm. Can't sleep on the podcast. Mm. I can't not let the people come and hear these words that are coming out of my mouth. Okay, welcome. <laughs> so I'm trying to wake up. I'm here trying to be lively because this is something that I love to do when you. There's something that you love to do. You'll almost likely win anything to make sure that you're able to do it. So here we are. Here we is. Yes. But aside from me being tired, I do like feel good though. Um, I recently went to DC. Me and my sister Dea went to DC for the first time. You did? Yes. Oh Shout out to my other sis, I Kia. Know she went away. Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my sister's kid that gave us a few places that we should definitely uh go and they went visit. to U street we did we only hit up like one or two spots but the best fun. part it was it was a lot of fun the best part was most definitely the african-american museum and i cannot wait to go oh, you see basketball as well. no it wasn't like, i did i did go to, <laughs> to go see the warriors play but my favorite part well one of my favorite parts was um the Warriors. Um, dang, now y'all be saying the Warriors. The African American History Museum. Did you guys see the whole thing? Like, no, we it's a lot. Right? Five hours, and we only saw three floors. We thought that was all three floors. I'm like, I was like, dang, I'm surprised they had this whole museum and no slavery. Yep, that was all the way at the bottom. Yep. We didn't even know there was a bottom floor. So I definitely plan to go back. I will walk through that entire museum all over again. Just the black excellence of everything yeah. the fact that we put seasoning on everything from from the cooking to the dancing to the slang to the hair to the writing to the music just literally everything that to the apparel apparel sports the music, the music. like nothing goes untouched by melanin hands okay mm-hmm. <laughs> we we put seasoning on it all i love it i love inspire community organizations just a little bit of literally everything, Education. all the history and com- yes, just everything. Everything. The first time I went, I think it was with my family, mm-hmm. and we were told that it's a timeline. So we went all the way downstairs. We didn't even finish the whole downstairs. downstairs. Like it was literally, we just did one floor. And we're like, and I think it closed. Like it was closing or something. Oh, okay. So we had to leave, and it was like, dang. Gotta go back. Right, you gotta make two days out of it at yeah. least. So then the next time I went back, I went with another group of people, and we did the whole thing. And it was like, yo, like this is a a lot. Of, I think I actually went three times, if I'm not mistaken. But it's like a lot to take in. Definitely mm-hmm. worth the trip if you've never been before. Absolutely, yes. You will cry. You will be 
filled with joy, pride. Yeah, I, I know I definitely felt some pride. I was in awe at a lot of things. Like, I think the music hall was my favorite. Of course. I think that was. Oh, yeah, that was the music. The way they just have it set up. I'm not going to say exactly what, but the way that it just had it set up and how you walk through and what you see. Like, it's really dope, that, and I like the, of course, I love the TV and film section, too, but I definitely have to say the way it had the music space set up, I was like, yeah, this is really, really dope. I love it. My favorite part was the, um, the tr- oh, you ain't go down there. I didn't go down there yet. <laughs> okay, it was some <laughs> stuff downstairs that I really liked, but what I also liked of my first experience is that we went with the whole family, so, like, me, my mom, um, my little baby cousins, like, mm-hmm. all of them, and that they were enthralled, like, they were enthralled with everything, too, and asking stuff, and they were like, why would they do that? Why would the white people do that? Like, it was just, like, so educational, so it doesn't matter how old you were. They were toddlers, and, of course, they couldn't read, so we were, like, reading some stuff to them, but just the imagery was enough right. for them, too, and, like, the, the questions that they asked, it was like, fro- a frog was really in my throat, and I think Priscilla was crying, like, when we were there, too, like, mm-hmm. we were just, like, all trying to, like, hold it in it's just like so touching so like you read it that's one story but to really see like i'm thinking something in my head i'm like i can't say it because you didn't see it right but, <laughs> like when you see the like for example when you see the the chains and whips that they actually use it's the one thing that you see a picture but to see it in person mm. how long stuff this stuff was it was like my god yeah my so god definitely plan to go back if you plan to go have a trip to dc definitely go to the museum it's free yeah but it's you have to get a y'all. ticket right make sure go. you get it first thing in the morning or the night before or you won't be able to get a slot right <laughs> so yes definitely a go-to anywho <laughs> let us know about you girl how are you doing i'm doing good okay you want to tell us a little more Why are you but so today good? was hard because i don't know why i've been up lately watching tiktoks Instagram, like one night this week, I was up just like on um some realtor uh website looking at brownstone. That's my ultimate dream house. Like it's my house, my dream house that I feel like I would never be able to touch because it's like worth millions of dollars. Like I saw this house that was twenty million dollars. Twenty million. Twenty million dollars. I saw the first one I saw before was seven million. I thought that was a lot. Then I saw twenty million. I was like, ugh. But that is like my ultimate dream house. So one night this week, I was up just looking at that. And then I'm like, bro, you got work tomorrow morning. You got work in like five hours. Go to bed. And I hey, can't. you was up manifesting, okay? Right. You was <laughs> visualizing, you know. I'm being there. You know, I'm being in my kitchen. Whipping, you know. <laughs> yeah. You better manifest. Yes. And then last night, I was up late too. And you, I hate, because I cannot go to sleep without taking a shower. So I hate that the shower wakes me back up. Like, even the nights before, it was me watching, trying to watch Bridgerton. So, last night was me on TikTok, watching TikTok videos and, like, <laughs> home ownership videos and dance videos and, you know, that, that what's that? That's I don't slide. know what that slide is called, but I know what you're talking about. It goes to a Jersey Club song, yes. <laughs> I was watching that and stuff. And I woke up and <laughs> it was funny because in my head, like, say the beat was, like, mo to the, me to the, to, in my dream, I was dreaming of, like, 
like a girl named Moni, a girl named Moni. And I woke up. It was because the TikTok was still playing. <laughs> like the phone didn't go to sleep. <laughs> like, dang, it was like, on repeat. You right? to sleep the, with the phone in your hand. The same video kept running and running. I'm like, bro, like, turn the screen up and go to sleep. But anyway, it was rough today because I took melatonin and allergy pill and I could not. It was hard. Thank God I worked from home today. Like, I could not get up. Now, when I got up, it was crust all on the lashes. You was tired. I was tired. I was like, dang, melatonin, you really work. Tell them what time you took the melatonin. Yeah, yeah. Tell them <laughs> well, what time you took the melatonin. Like it was how you woke up. I, I woke up at, uh, at 8. But the funny thing was my alarm went off, and I was like, I didn't even know my alarm went off. I was like, oh, snooze. Okay. And I went back <laughs> to sleep. Thank God I woke up. Or, like, I got up at, like, 8.40. So, so I was able to clock in to work on time, but if it wasn't a work from home day, which typically I don't work from home on, on Friday, so it would have been hell for me. I'm saying you can't be taking, you basically took melatonin in the middle of the night and had to get up early. Took it in the morning. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yep. <laughs> That's why you were still tired, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But yeah, other than that, I'm okay. I didn't need free naps in my system, and I need to know how with my phone, because it's set to say bedtime. When it says bedtime, I need to put the phone away. Yeah. And I need to say, okay, only one episode of Bridgerton. And that's it. Uh, that's hard. You need to put a timer on your TV or something so that it goes off by itself. <laughs> I know, I know. The power literally needs to not let, let me have access to the Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm that's excited good. to have another episode. Yay, yay. Of our truth carpet. Exactly. And I'm ready to jump into the rundown. Can I jump into it? Can I do it? Can I do it? I'm gonna do it. All right, so first- I'm doing this because it's National Dance Month or something. It's my dance. It's National Dance Month? I know it's National Poetry Month. <gasps> Shameless plug. <laughs> but it's something about dance this month. Oh, there is something about dance this month, very true. Yep. Yes, it's probably International Dance Day or something. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, I'm gonna right, we are in the rundown. First up in our icebreaker, we are going to be discussing a would you rather question about age and relatives, okay? Then we're going to head over into Sweet 223, where I, Simone, will be reciting something from my precious teenage years. Then we are heading on over into our hot topic segment. We're going into the cows and make sure you grab your drinks and maybe a sibling or two, you know. <laughs> so we are going to have a conversation about being a sibling. I'm the oldest. Yaya is the baby-ish. <laughs> um, but yes, we're going to talk about being a sibling and a relationship with our families and how that all played out in our lives, how we grew up and how it affects us to this day, to this day. <laughs> Then we're going to head over to our dorm story segment where y'all already know we're going to be sharing a scenario from somebody that's not us about a relationship that they have with their siblings and then heading on over into the announcement segment to our community news. We're going to be giving you something that you need to know. So make sure you are there so you can find out because if you're not there, you will not know. Yo, you don't want to miss out on that. Now do you. Make it sound so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Rundown. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, since we have run that thing down, we're going to be heading on over into our icebreaker. Lego.
to our icebreaker segment. Simone and I are going to be doing a Would You Rather this episode. And since we are talking about siblings, we will want to know if you would like to change who you're related to or your age. And age, obviously, like what year you were born. So would you want to change your See? relations or your age y'all? See, like this. I love my family, you know, my connection that I have with my family. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, replacing them. But at the same time, I'm a 90s baby, you know. And I love being born in the 90s, <laughs> 1990. But since I have to choose one or the other, I would say I would change my age. I would change my age. Why'd you choose that? Because I honestly, I can't, I don't, I don't want to replace anyone in my family. I feel like I love the relationships that I have with my family. I don't see myself replacing any of them. They all hold a special place in my life. And if I do change my age, I still have my, my family. So yeah, I, I can't imagine my life without the family that I do have. So I would just go ahead and change my age. I should have changed the question to say like, you can't just change your age. It got to be like a generational change as far as like 10 years older or 10 years younger. All right. But I can't change it now. Oh, I was going to say, I mean. You still stick with the same answer? Well, I was going to say I'll probably choose to be slightly younger with the knowledge that I have now. That would be (laughs) slight, A little younger with the the knowledge that I have that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's what I would choose. I don't want to do ten years though. Ten years is kind of far back, but then I don't want to be ten years ahead. I just want to wake up with a baby in my arms. How did this get here? Like, what the? How did this get? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? You my husband? Is your baby? Like, <laughs> and you would have been born nineteen eighty. Ooh man, mm. baby. Right, I would have been an eighties baby instead of nineties baby. Maybe I wouldn't know how to break dance. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> but yes, I would choose age over changing who I'm related to. Yeah. Well, this was a great interview. Are you ready for the next segment? What? You didn't even answer the question. Oh, well, so you tough. had to talk about you ready for the next segment. No. <laughs> this is tough because I don't want anybody to be mad at me. I don't want to not be a 90s they baby. They want to know what your answer is. I want to still be born in 1990. Like, if I'm born young, if I'm younger, 10 years younger, those kids be bad. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be in that generation. In that generation. <laughs> and I, like, if I'm older in the 80, that means I'm not a millennial. It's got to be 83 or 84, 86 or something to be a millennial. That means I'm not a millennial anymore. But what is your answer? Do, 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 Can I just pick somebody I want to be with? We're waiting. Y'all, like, why is it taking her so long to answer this question? Would you rather change somebody that you relate to, or would you rather change your age? I'd rather change somebody I'm related to. Oh, can we find out who? <sighs> I'll be related to Beyonce. <laughs> so, I could, so I could be hanging around her and stuff. I gotta dub somebody, though. It'll be my cousin, Lee, because 
he brought a lot of stress to the to our family. But you know, everybody got the everybody got the stress that they the drama that they bring. But it'll be my cousin that's like known for like running the streets mm-hmm. and like having baby after baby after baby with no responsibilities. That sounds so mean to say, but it's my real answer. Like, hey, you gotta keep it real. Cause this is what? Truth carpet. <laughs> like, like I don't know, like it's just like some people, like it's the battle of uh you know, like some people think the climate of what you're around and stuff can change the person, mm-hmm. but this is that person shows an example like you can't change that's like innately who they are it doesn't matter the atmosphere doesn't matter what people try to pour into them or anything she is who she who she is right. and that's the life that she wants want to choose I remember I was having a conversation um with like about like giving back to the community and stuff with a high school friend and she was like she feels so bad for the people who live at Penn Station and she wished she could like one day um collect like clothes or food and stuff to take to them because basically like um alluding that they they're living a not privileged life and you know like it's sad that they're there and I was like that would be my answer if I didn't know people who did who live down there and that they literally choose to live down there and then you have some family members who like have extra space and will, willing to take them up, but they choose to live that lifestyle. And family members who drove day in and day out through like nights and stuff to try to find them so that they could take them back into the house and try to like help them and stuff. But they they choose the streets. Right, you can't help who don't want to help themselves. Yeah, so I'll swap that family member for Beyonce. Supposed <laughs> hey, hey. to changing my age. Sorry, <laughs> right, yeah. That's my answer. <laughs> that is our answer, y'all. Let us know in the comments what you would rather do. Would you rather change a member of your family or would you rather change your age? Yeah. Let us know. And we about to go into sweet two, two, three. Let go. Mm. to sweet two two three hour poetry lounge today you have a special treat from why simone <laughs> coming in with some spoken word <laughs> peep the hat y'all <laughs> yes it's my poet hat uh, <laughs> actually today what i'll be reading is untitled i, I wrote it um, when I was a teenager, not sure which age, but I have a collection of poems called A Teenage Heart, and this piece is poem number six. And it goes a little something like this. Trust is like respect. You need to earn it. Learn it, because you got to live with it. You want mine? Why? Know me and not judge me. Trust me? You could choose to or not, not that I care. Barely do I give my trust to another, but my mother taught me best. Everybody can't be your friend till the end. You gotta watch your back while watching your actions. Reactions speaking louder than words. Cures for lies rely on the truth. Proof of my truth and trust in my heart. Starting to understand, but never really knowing who and who not 
to trust. Trust love, trust friends, trust family, trust life, trusting all things that can be taken away, away from me, causing me to believe that trust is overrated through lies surrounded by truth and truth surrounded by lies. Lying around thinking no one can be trusted, not even those who claim to trust you. Trust is like respect. You need to earn it. Learn it because you got to live with it. Why? Let the truth be told. Oh, <laughs> that's how I, I remember. That's how I felt after I wrote it the oh first my time. God. <laughs> Little Mo. Uh, well, that's a lot of things that came to my um, to my head. First, I was like, dang, teenagers would be going through a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, I had a conversation with someone recently about trust. And the person was like, basically saying that um, mm-hmm. it's been a few instances that obviously point out that I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about little Yaya, who off the cuff I was like oh nobody deserves to not be trusted so I gave trust immediately and then it was up to you if you wanted to keep it or not right. but through life's journeys um things that happen with people with life with family like all the things that you named I decided to flip it and say okay I'm not going to just give it away you have to earn it the same way that you earn privileges in life the same way that you earn respect the same way that you earn anything you have to earn my trust because it's been broken and and every time I get it back it's like crap more crappy and crappy so I'm not just going to keep giving it away um but the life part through me because you know when you think about trusting the people I don't know if you saw my lips (laughs) when we think about trusting we think about trusting people but do I trust myself Mm -hmm. can I trust life like even as far as like go, lately I've been so nervous of driving over bridges. I love bridges, but it's like anytime this thing could collapse or driving through the town today to get here, it's like the 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 walls that came in because I'm driving underwater right now. So that's trust, like trusting that I'm not gonna start floating because gravity got my back. Like it's just so many things that uh, trust is a real thing. It really is. And I honestly wish I could remember the circumstance that I wrote this poem. That's why I didn't ask you. I honestly don't remember it, but I, part of me feels as if I mentioned it, like, because my mom always drilled into me. Everybody's not your friend. Everybody's not your friend. And the kids are like, oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. Not really knowing a person, but being so quick to call that person your friend until you have opportunities to really get to know them. Yeah. I've definitely been in many situations where I've been in relationships with people and I thought that they were my friend until they, how they say, showed their true colors. And it was just kind of like, oh, so wow. Yeah, something about the actions speak louder. Right. Actions speak louder. You're not my, you're not my friend. And then realizing, oh, now I understand what my mama was talking about. Because I think also as children, like we don't, you know, we only see certain things through only so far. Like we don't see the whole picture. We yeah. just see kind of like what's right in front of. But I like this person. But this person shared such and such with me, and I shared the same and class. I, right, we, we shared this with them exactly. Um, we had fun together, and then like just having like this, this like you're having like a budding experience of what friendship is, and then as you get older, these things things just kind of happen. That kind of like messes up your whole view of what you thought yeah. life was it's just kind of like well damn did it have to happen like that right 
I thought I thought life was supposed to be like this. Lemon. Right. <laughs> but it's yeah, I cut that lemon open. It's actually real sour. It looked nice on the outside, but I bit into it. I shouldn't. But um, but yeah, that I definitely think that it stemmed, it stemmed from from that piece. Just I I honestly wish I really could remember like the exact um emotional state that I was in at the time or who or what or why I wrote it at that time, but mm-hmm. I definitely do believe like it stemmed from the conversation that I had with my mother and then a, a situation that helped me realize like, ooh, I understand now. Yeah. Oh, little mom. <laughs> no, mom was spitting, I'm telling you. I specifically remember when I finished writing the poem and I read it back and I was like, oh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> I put myself, but let the truth be told. <laughs> I remember See, that. She couldn't do that if she wasn't a 90s baby. <laughs> But yeah, that is poem number six. Yes. None of these poems that I wrote a teenager have titles. I just picked up a notebook and let the pen do its thing. Go ahead, pen. Well, thank you for coming on to you know our podcast into Sweet Two Two Three. It was a pleasure having you. And thank you so much for having me. I love being here. It was a joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are headed over into. Hot topics. Ooh, I kind of like that. She's making three is good, you know. I'm she had a. Uh, 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 I felt that. That was good, girl. You gave me a little. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> flowed into that one. I like it. Yes, flowed. <laughs> Let's go. like I say that every episode but I don't, know I don't know if y'all are I meant not every episode every part of the show I don't know if you're scrolling straight from the top to here or what they be scrubbing yeah scrub it up little rub it up good duck 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 anyway welcome to the cast which is our hot topic segment today we're talking about our family members our siblings our siblings whether we like them or not period so um not not whether we like it or not but you know just different questions that we're going to ask of each other or just have a fluid conversation about our siblings how we grew up with them our parents what we think of our parents regarding our sibling situations all that good stuff so let's just jump into it how many siblings do you have mo to the need to the all right we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty nitty-gritty like a titty i have three sisters and i'm the oldest no brothers no no brothers i'm the oldest of uh of four yeah i'm the oldest of four dang how does it feel to be the oldest it has its ups and downs it I, I felt very, um, very, very responsible at times. I felt very blamed at times. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I, I love being being an older sister, um, even though sometimes being having to lead by example sometimes came off as being uh, another parent, not mm-hmm. intentionally. Um, 
but right I feel like with just the way that I was raised and how I was told to do certain things and who I was raised by shout out to my parents (laughs) it's just (laughs) some of their personality kind of exuded through me when I tried to speak and um try to um give advice to to my siblings at times and I feel like it sometimes came off as like you're you're not my parent you're my sister I just want you to be my sister like I am your sister I'm just trying to be there for you the best way that I know how but then also understanding like where they're coming from because there were moments where I wish I had an older sibling like what would it feel like for me to have an older brother or an older sister because I've never even had like um like an older I'm the oldest cousin too I don't even have like an older cousin that I would call. I'm 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 the firstborn. Sheesh. <laughs> I don't even have an older so cousin. So your first grandchild. I'm the first grandchild on my mom and my dad's side. Mm. Mm. So yeah. What's the age difference between you and the second child and you and the youngest child? Ooh. So it's me and then there's there's a three year gap four-year gap and a 12-year gap three four twelve year gap oh baby I feel like a a three-year gap is typical in Mm -hmm. families and a 12-year gap like you hear more now but it's like I don't think that's parents plans to have like a big gap like you starting over right I was about to be out the door. I had almost there. Here comes another one. Eighteen more years. <laughs> Dang, eighteen again. Eighteen more years again. Oof. That's a big gap. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I love all my siblings though. But yeah, that's that's the the age the age range of the siblings. What about you, Boo Boo? So I come from a blended family, um, and I have no sisters at all. I have. Six brothers. The opposite. Yeah, the opposite and more numbers. <laughs> um, and that's why I said earlier that I'm somewhere in the middle. So my mom has kids and my dad has kids. So my dad has three boys and then my mom has three boys and I'm kind of like somewhere in mm-hmm. there. But I didn't, I wasn't raised with my paternal family. I was raised with my maternal family. So in my mom's house, it was one brother, then me. Between him and me, six years. And then between me and the next brother, um, who's biologically my cousin, I like to, I don't know why I feel like I explain this to people, but like my mom had my brother, my biological brother, and then there's a six year gap. And then 10 years after me, she adopted one cousin and then a year after that adopted another cousin so I made my face like that with the six-year gap because when like my brother was going off to one thing it was following so like growing up it felt like kind of what you're saying that you may have felt with your sisters more like a mentor um Mm -hmm. like a role model kind of thing or like I look after him or like he played football so I wanted to be a cheerleader or like he went to college so I'm like admiring like I wanted the same thing on college that my brother went to like looking at like that opposed to what I had with my cousins because like I said I didn't grow up with my paternal brothers who are around my age one is one year older 
One is one year younger, and then another one is around the same age as my eldest brother. Um, so probably like five five years older than me. Um, but they were they were rare down south, and I my maternal family stayed up north. So my cousins were um, I was in the middle of them, so they were more like my siblings. Um, so like the difference between that of like picking fights with them, making up songs with them, playing with them, going to the like one same school with them or like having the same network of friends as them opposed to my brother it was a different it felt like a lot of times that they were more of my siblings and my brother was like this person like I looked up to kind of thing so um it was never really annoying like 100% but I guess we'll get to that in a, the another the, the next question I don't want to jump yeah but I do have a question though so okay. since you since you were the only girl, right, the only girl, did you have like um, like an older like female cousin or guy sister or similar in age, like somebody that you like was with often? So the cousin that I wanted to switch from Beyonce, <laughs> she um, she my mom took her in um when we were younger but I don't like remember everything like I don't remember that she lived with us when she was younger because um like I was a baby and stuff I don't remember that but I do remember a lot of times when my mom would be at work and stuff she would be the big cousin that would watch after us so like remember when we were like talking about the hand games and jumping rope and stuff like mm -hmm. that she was the big cousin who did that stuff with us she would do our hair um she would my mom would like have her get me dressed for the day or something so I remember like forcing her to iron my panties <laughs> not ironing your panties she was like I was a toddler and I, I, my mom told her to iron my clothes and she was like she ironed my outfit but she wouldn't iron my t-shirt and my panties and I was like my mom said you gotta iron my clothes you gotta iron my clothes and she was trying to like, tell me you don't have to iron the other way and I was like no my mom's gonna be mad at you you lying, you lying, you always lying. You gotta iron my face. So she ironed it just so I guess I could shut up. But <laughs> like, I remember stuff like that. But she was that. She was the cousin, like the fun one. And there was another cousin too, but she, the one that ran, that later ran the streets and stuff like that, she was the one who like was the fun, mischievous. I guess it's always the bad ones that's like more fun. But yeah, that was my cousin. I did have a lot of cousins though in my life too. Like, and I fit kind of like in the middle with the boys and the girls. It was just like a big family of cousins that would come in and out or whatever. Because I guess it's funny that like in families, um, the fit, excuse me, the family that you're closest to seems to be the maternal side. So like our family network was okay, but my uncles who had kids were women. You wouldn't really see them come along a lot. Like when we were younger, I guess. Is because oh they're around the same age let them play but then when things start to when they start to break up and stuff the family broke up too you know what's crazy i don't have no uncle my mama has all sisters no brothers dang <laughs> and my dad's the only child wow so, well he grew up as an only child um i don't know that side of my family so it's just like i know my dad yeah kind of has no siblings and then it's my mom and i have all aunties i'm having uncles sheesh <laughs> Dang, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like we all know down the line, like everybody about to start popping out boys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. My cousin, she didn't have two boys. My sister, she didn't have a boy. Like we're like, who having a boy next? Right. Dang. <laughs> Somebody go have a girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, they need an auntie. <laughs> the next generation gonna need an auntie. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, how would you explain your relationships with your sisters? I would say they're similar but different. Okay. We all have um, different, different relation, different um, types of relationships. I feel like at some point I was closer with some siblings, and then at some point it may have grown apart a little bit, and then at some point it may have been a little farther apart, and then we got close together, just depending on like the time frame of age and things that may have happened in life. But I feel like right now at this point in my life, I feel like um, I'm close to all of them. Like I can call them, we could talk about you know pretty much anything yeah we talk about um, anything. <laughs> <laughs> um and I feel like as I do get older I try to um just hold in more on the relationships that I do have with my sisters because it's not like when I was when I was younger and you just like you know fight over you know petty things and arguments you may not talk to each other or whatever or you took my clothes out or whatever mm-hmm. um it's more so now knowing and being reminded of we are going to be here and at some point like our parents are not going to be here and when they're not we're going to have each other so it's a matter of building on that and just remembering how we always need to be there for each other Mm -hmm. so like the relationship that I have with my baby sister the, (laughs) the relationship I have with my baby sister who is about to be dang girl you must be 19 or 20 she's about to be 19 no she's about to be 20 no, it's definitely she's eighteen. She about to wait, but I'm thirty two. Minus twelve. I don't know that right now. I think that's twenty. What year was she born? Two thousand twelve. I ain't got time. No, no I mean two thousand two. My bad, two thousand two. That's nineteen. I don't know why I said two thousand twelve. Oh, let us know how old that is. <laughs> Dang. It's okay. She didn't know I was 30, turning 32 this year, so it's okay. The gap kind of messes us up. But anyway, the relationship I have with her is different from the relationship that I have with my other two sisters. Um, and then some conversations just flow differently, but I love them all equally. I mm-hmm. wouldn't put one over the other, regardless of anything, because regardless of the fact that, you know, my 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 siblings are in two separate households as well. So my dad had three. My mom has three. Um, but I share. <laughs> it's weird to explain, but I don't use step and I don't use half. Like, yeah, I don't really just say, like, that's my sisters. There's no need to put an additional combination of words in front of who who my family is. Like, regardless of the fact we still have the same, you know, love for each other and we may or may not have the same blood but for people who put an emphasis on that like oh that's my my stepsister and stuff like that that's one thing but like for people that's biologically related and that's my opinion what I just said that is my opinion but for people who are biologically related what is the purpose of saying half like are you like do you like what's the purpose of saying that that's just it's your sister's your sister I mean maybe it has it could have something to do with how they grew up maybe they felt like they were half a part of their life so they put an emphasis on the fact that yeah that's my sister but that's my half sister like she's only been a partial part of my life like maybe they didn't really grow up together but for me I grew up taking care of my sister (laughs) so I'm like who we used to think we hung out she was with me so much like they thought she was my daughter yeah (laughs) um but, but yeah for me me and my brothers 
the three fraternal brothers, we didn't grow up together. So when we when they lived in Jersey, we my parents would have us around and we'll play with each other. But then when the Love family moved down south and their family moved down south too, then that relationship was severed. So it was like whenever I go down south, we'll see each other. But as far as having a relationship and a bond, like a sibling bond, I didn't have that. But to to this day. I don't say that's my those are my half brothers they're my brothers mm-hmm. despite the relationship that I have with them so speaking of the relationships that I have with them um it as you get older and I'll say maybe like 15 years old into adulthood it's up to you in my opinion or in my life it was up to me and my and those brothers if we wanted to create a bond or not right um because our parents they're like, I feel like, like I said, about the cousins, as we get older, those parts, those families start to grow apart. And then you start to get your own social group in high school and stuff. And you choose the people that you want to have in your life. So as far as siblings, um, the bond that I will imagine that a, a brother and sister or sisters or whatever will have, I don't have that with those brothers. But it feels like more of like, I, I call them my brothers, but it feels like a friendship kind of situation or like, if I need something or if I need to talk to somebody, then I know that they, I trust that they will get the best advice or their best opinions, or if they need to stomp on somebody's neck, I think they would do that. Um, <laughs> but um, as far as like siblings, I still lean more towards my cousins of calling them my siblings because of how we were raised, the, like how close we are, how much of each other's business we know, mm. like all of that. That's why I look at my cousins. Um, as far as my brother who's six years older than me um, we never really had like the same the same clicks or anything so it's kind of the same thing as my other brothers but we had like a more close bond and we share more family and stuff like that but um, that's my brother who like like if you read my blog about dating um, I get timid I have to feel I have to like think about what I want to say before I say stuff because I want to come off right to, to him like I don't want to come off dumb or like because I'm little like to him I'm little I'm six years younger than him and it's like he's born in the 80s I'm born in the 90s so it's a, a gap as far as that um and the other two my adopted brothers um until a certain age I like it's just like it's my brother unless you know the story like those are my brothers those are my brothers but some things happen in life that made me feel like one especially one of them I'm like all right you could go back to being my cousin because like a brother would never do me like that mm-hmm. like and I'm not going to get into those things because that's my family's business and that's not the topic of this podcast episode but like uh, like some things that you like we think that certain certain people will see, treat you certain ways and a brother will never do me dirty the way that you did so when I see him which is rare we don't like we don't even speak um but one of them will speak like I don't see him much we don't talk on the phone or anything but when I see him it like the recollections of when we were younger like we literally even though they're biologically not my brothers um we had the brother sisters relationship as far as slamming the doors in front in each other's faces <laughs> getting on our mom's nerves yell, yelling over chores making up dances and singing songs I remember when the, one of the brothers he like always kept like his hair grew fast so a lot of times he'll have like the little high top fade or something. And I remember I uh, straightened his hair 
you know, for him, or like when they asked if I could color, like that kind of stuff is what I would imagine as a brother sister relationship. Even though it's a ten year gap, I guess um, my brother, the six year older brother, took on the role of like he was always playing into sports, whether it's basketball or football. You know, those sports kind of rolling the rollout. Um, he always had friends. He always like had a job and stuff. So like he was always on the go, opposed to the girl. I remember the time my mom told me. I uh, couldn't stay out late. I had to come in when the streetlights was on, but my brother could stay out and play football in the streets. Mm -hmm. So the girl, I was, I'm the typical girl who stays closer to the nest. So even though they're 10 years younger, I still had more time with them. So kind of like what you and Nene, I changed the diapers. I helped my mom was like, not a pseudo parent, but like the big sister who stepped in when my mom couldn't, or like, you know, just helping my mom around. So those are the relationships that I had with my siblings. Okay, relationships. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of dynamic there. Yeah, it's it's like it's hard to explain because there's a lot that's going on. You got the different parents, you got the adoptions, you got the big age group differences, being the only girl, like all that stuff going on. Um, do you feel like your siblings? Sorry, my bad. Do you and your siblings have special nicknames for each other? Uh, yeah. So first of all, Akila. <laughs> That's Kiki, uh, Keep the Sneak, Keekster. Keep the Sneak. Yeah. <laughs> oh Keekster. God. Then you have Aaliyah. That's Lili. Leah. Devonay. That's Nene. Mm -hmm. um, I was about to say, like, I have more siblings. Then you got what me, they call you? Mo, Momo, Moni, Moni Mo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do, do you guys use the names inter interchangeably, meaning like, if they're mad at you, they call you one name. If they're serious, they call you another name. If they're around a certain group, they call you one name. I would say so, yeah. I feel like majority of the time, we call each other by our nicknames. Like, I would never, like, uh, I would never be like, hey, Akila, you want to look like Kiki or Leah, Nay. Like, it's, but it just, it doesn't matter what name you're using. You just always use one of the nicknames. Majority of the time, we're using the nickname. But you know somebody mad if you're being called by no, your first that's name. that's not what I'm saying. Does a specific nickname entail how you feel? Specific nickname? No. Yeah. Somebody call you by your name. <laughs> That's how you know somebody upset with you. Like, so any nickname goes, but if I say Simone, then you know something else. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you could be mad and still say somebody nickname, but I know if you call me by my name, like like when your when my mama used to call me by my uh first name, middle name. <laughs> mm -hmm. The combination. <laughs> the combination. Something. I did show. What was up? So there's no difference between. Moni and any other nicknames, mm -hmm. just whatever you feel like saying. Like whatever, whichever one you want to use at the time. Hey, Momo. Hey, Moni. Hey, Mo. Hey, Nay. Hey, Nay, Nay. Hey, Leah. Here we go with the song. Hey, now. Lily. Hey, Kiki. <laughs> I um, I don't think my nick my nicknames weren't given to me by my siblings, except one, but. The other ones, they're like given by family members, and that's just what family do, but not specifically like this sibling gave me this name or anything. So the one that was given is Yadi. And I got the name Yadi and Lala. Lala and Yadi. It's because, wait, hold up. I'm messing up. So Lala is because my brother couldn't say yeah, so he called me Lala. And then Yadi is not my name. Yadi was Jamil's name, who was the youngest kid. Um, because DeAndre, which is the second youngest, he couldn't say Jamil or Millie. 
which is Jamil's nickname was Millie. He couldn't say it, so he used to call him Yachty. <laughs> but they were both babies at the same time because one is only one year older. And then my name is Yaya. Then my aunt and my dad used to call me Mooka Bean. Um, and when I was younger, I gave myself a nickname just how I do now, which is funny. Like, a little, I grew up this, I'm the same guy that I was when I was younger. I made people call me Baby Bob. <laughs> uh, so I being Yaya and Baby Bob um, and then my eldest brother he would call me uh, I mean we call him Pumpkin but <laughs> you better not call him that now today do not call him that but his name was supposed to be Pumpkin like like a pumpkin but you know dialect changed to Pumpkin like yeah. Pumpkin like that but now like if I'm around sometimes it'll slip like it'll come out but it's just the government name now. Like, don't don't call me that. Sometimes he'll give you the look. I never got the look, but I told him to give my aunt and like certain people the look. Um, but yeah, my other brothers, um, I don't I don't know any of their nicknames. It's just their first names that I get that I call them. Yeah, I do have one other woman, but it's only my dad called me that though. Only only. Want me to say it? <laughs> I was about to say it. Go ahead. It's Buddha. <laughs> You thought about it because I said could, right? <laughs> and the reason my dad said he gave me this nickname Buddha when I was a baby, he said I look like a little Buddha because I like I had rubber bands up and down my arms and legs because I was a fat baby. <laughs> and I've been Buddha to this day. Buddha, Buddha. I'm like, nobody but my father is allowed to call me Buddha. Now, my, my sisters will probably play with me and try to call me Buddha. I'm like, don't play with me. <laughs> you know, when dad, call, <laughs> dad call me Buddha, you call me Moni. Mo. Oh, Mo, Mo. My aunties usually call me Momo. Or Moni Mo. My auntie Kita call me Moni Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like your parents treat you all differently? Um, as, as adults, no, not really. I feel like I did feel that way as a, as a child growing mm-hmm. up. But I think I felt that way probably because I was the oldest and I felt like my siblings were able to get away with things that like you would never let me do that. Right. Like, why are you so more likes with her than you are with me? Like, if that was to be me, I would be in trouble right now. Like, are you just tired of regulating? Like, what, <laughs> what, right. what happened? I mean, was that a crash test dummy? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I think in in that regard, I did feel as if Sometimes it came off as I always had to be the the more responsible one. I always had to be the one that was looking out for everybody else. I'm like, but who's looking out for me? I did feel like that sometimes. Like I had, right, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Um, But then I do think that also at times, um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely not, definitely not as an adult. I think they'll they'll handle situations with us differently, though, because we all have personalities. Like that's for sure. Like we could all be going through the same thing, but we'll all react to it differently. So it has to be handled in different ways, mm-hmm. as far as like how they how they would deal with us. So that I know for sure is different. Like one of us may not want to talk at all. So you're like, well, that child's not going to talk, so I wait that child comes to me, or like. I know this child needs somebody to come to them. I need they need somebody to talk to, or just just that nature, or just knowing when something is wrong, yeah, and knowing when to ask. Like they just 
I don't know, parents are good at that thing. They just know, they know their children. Right. <laughs> like my dad knows, I'm like, I know my child. Don't you? I'm like, all right, my bad, dad. I'm not, I'm not setting up my chores and just saying, how did you know that something was wrong? We <laughs> I think um, for me growing up, I did feel like I was being treated, wow. One, with my eldest brother, I felt like I was being treated differently. And like he was the favorite child. Like as I never, well, I can't say that because I don't remember my toddler ages, but as far as like getting into trouble or having to do chores or anything like that, I don't remember witnessing my brother ever having to do no chores, but I always had chores. Or like I said, the street light situation. Like, why can't I go outside and play and stuff? Or even like to to, to this day, sometimes <laughs> to this day, like she'll go back and forth with me in arguments um I wouldn't say arguments but like debating or whatever or she'll give me like a mean look but when it comes to my brother it's like to, in my opinion whatever he says gold like I, and I don't I don't know why but I also see that with other people in my family too like with my um with my aunts and stuff like whatever my brother says like like what like it's just like like whatever he says is always right kind of situation and um that's my that's what I take from it but with the younger two, that the ones that I grew up more in the house, or I feel like I grew up longer in the house with them, I was treated the same. But that hurt too because it's like, bro, they're ten years younger than me, so I'm 22, and they're 12 and 11, and when they get yelled at, I'm getting yelled at too, or like if you see dishes and whatever, and I'm telling you this, they're not my dishes, and they're saying they're not their dishes too, but they got the the peanut butter and jelly (laughs) (laughs) that's on the night that you're mad about and i'm getting like we're all getting in trouble saying so that like bothered me like one it's funny like one i'm getting upset because i'm not treated as equally as him but then the other ones i'm like i'm getting upset because i'm treated the same as them um and then um i don't know like it, it is bothersome as an adult like you do know okay people are treated differently because like you said they have their different personalities and everything but um i don't want to be treated like no kid bro but like, right not as an adult <laughs> yeah not, not as a well as a young adult because as an adult now i'm not like after certain things happen then i'm not treated like them um i'm treated like an adult but some stuff when it does happen is like i know i'm your child but i'm not a kid like yeah um situation there was some, oh, the other thing that I wanted to say, because I didn't have an answer for this before, but now I do. Being treated differently because I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that situation, like, I remember when my mom told me I couldn't have a boyfriend, but I grew up seeing my brother have girlfriends. Like, why can't I have a, a boyfriend? So I went ahead and snuck and had, like, a little boyfriend, and then my mom was like, you cool with that boy, Plank, from church? <laughs> and I was like, ugh. Uh, yes and that was it but it was like you know seeing the the gender roles mattered of like the flexibility of what a guy can have versus what a girl can have in the 90s and in the early 2000s um and then also with my brothers so like we both families grew up without our father being in our lives and whenever I would come down south to visit I would stay with my dad but they didn't live with my dad they lived with their mom and um, they always assumed that my dad was like 
sending money for me and had a great relationship with me and like we had that close-knit bond because it appeared that way when I came down south especially for kids who they want that bond with their dad and then they see that I'm coming to visit and stuff so they assume that you know this is happening or whatever but like just that um you know like you never know what your your brothers may be thinking too like even my oldest brother he will say like he had things hard and I was I was handed it's like things were handed to me um so like yeah I'm upset of like but I so because I assumed that because they lived down south I'm flipping and flopping between brothers <laughs> I assumed that my paternal brothers had a close relationship with my dad because they were only a drive maybe like a five minute drive away from him so I assumed that but they assumed you know the opposite and then mm-hmm. my other brother I assumed oh you got the good life because mom don't talk back to you or like whatever you say is kind of golden and you get to do all these great things. And then he looks back at me. I had to work for everything. Like, this is me, me talking at him. He had to work for everything that he wanted. He had to get a job. I never had to get no job. Even though I wanted to get a job, I couldn't. My mom wouldn't let me work. So it's just like a lot of things that was different of how our parents treated. And I should ask my mom why. I never asked yeah. her why. I think thinking about that too, um, while listening to you speak, I think my siblings would have a different perspective on how my parents treated me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I may have made it to me, it may have seemed one way, them seeing the seeing the opposite side and looking at what parents allowed me to do or how they may have felt about me doing certain things or leaving and just being the oldest and always like moving and doing something. Mm-hmm. Um and they may, to a certain extent, may have felt as if I was being treated or may have been... Yeah, the poster child. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or maybe felt like they may have been um, compared. Maybe not. I don't know. We have to maybe have that um, conversation, but I do feel like their perspective will be completely different from mine as far as, like, how they felt when we were were growing up. Do you feel like that, the way that you feel and the way that they may feel impacted the bond that you have with them and or the bond that you have with your parents? I don't think necessarily the bond I have with my parents, but I do think it affects the, the relationship that I have with them because I know at some point, like, with, in some instances, there were, like, partial strains in the relationships with each of each of my siblings. Like, maybe we weren't talking as much as we should have been or maybe we allowed an, an argument to really, like... Um, like really break our bond Mm -hmm. um or me trying to be too over um like I was probably being too um what's the word overbearing um in regards to trying to give my advice on something Mm -hmm. um and being deemed more as like a parent than actually an older sibling and having to really understand like what that means from their perspective yeah um so yeah I, they definitely would have a I know they would have a different a different perspective because there have been times where they would rather have me ask a question to a parent because they felt like I they would listen to me more than they would listen to no you ask mm-hmm. you always listen to you you ask <laughs> you have the talk and I'm like all right something just came to mind like when we have well as mature adults and things that I know about life as um, adults, like we talk about love languages and what you expect from this relationship, how do you want your relationship to look? But I don't, I never, and I don't know if many people ever ask their siblings, how do you want this bond between us to look? Mm. Because 
what is the difference? Like, how do you decipher what it means to be a big sister? And like, how how do you know that I'm treating you like your parent? I'm not. Right. I'm not um, buying your stuff. I mean, you might give them gifts and yeah, stuff, yeah. but I'm not your like your caretaker. So what does it? What am I doing? And you feel like I'm treating you like a like I'm your parent or how do you want this sister? What does a sister mean to you? Right. And that child may not be able to answer that. And you as the big sister may not be able to answer that either. But, you know, that can cause a lot of friction between people. It's like, I don't think I'm your mother. Do you think I'm your mother? Right. And you're not talking to the X, Y, Z. You're like, but I'm not. But you are. But yeah. you explain it. I just did. I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> right. Nobody's hearing each other. <laughs> I think um, as far as my bond with my siblings, I don't think it deterred. Well, I don't think because of what we thought that our parents treated us broke anything apart because like with my paternal brothers, we were able to have those conversations with one another and see that we both were having our own perspective or our own assumptions of what was going on and deciding, okay, we can have a relationship because now we're adults, we can choose um, if we want to build that. And then the same with my brother, um, my oldest brother, my maternal brother, I don't think that impacted our relationship um but that's another thing like I don't know right because that's the life that I live because my family has the um the tendency of sweeping things under the carpet I only want to say rug because you can move a rug but when I think of a carpet it's stapled to the yeah. floor so it's just like a lump kind of thing so whenever things did happen between anybody it was like it happened maybe a day or two ago and then three days later it's like it never happened again um so it just went back to the cycle that it was before and that could be unhealthy because now you got stinky stuff on the carpet and Mm -hmm. it's not clean um but regarding my relationship with my mom it's the same thing it would like I'll get upset with her and then she's like oh yeah her mood I'm we just won't talk until I'm ready to talk again but that's not healthy either because then it's like later on when something else in that same kind of matter happens again I'm not just mad about what happened what's happening today but I'm reminded of what's happened the other times and the other times and the other times before um which it doesn't like it didn't pull me away from my mom or anything but there's still something that's unsettled that's happening between our relationship um but then you know at the same time too as things got better like I use the example of that I couldn't have a boyfriend so when I was younger I never talked to my mom about boys. I never wanted to have a conversation about that because I felt like she put that that stop sign in front of me, like, no, don't talk to me about boys. You can't have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. But then, um, so I, I did never talked to her about boys, but recently, within the last three years, I started to talk to her about guys and relationships and stuff. Um, so that's changed. Age has helped me to change. Even the other thing too, as a young person, I felt like I couldn't say anything back mm. um, to my mom because it's then, you know, a black person who you think you're talking to. Right. Or stay in a child's place kind of thing. So I didn't say anything. But now at, that I'm older, I mean, I'm not disrespectful with it, but I'll tell her I don't like the way she's saying to, something to me. Or sometimes, like, now we'll joke and say, I'll be like, stop being fresh to her and we'll laugh about it. <laughs> so she flipping on me too. But, um, not nothing's changed because of like the way that she treated somebody 
But the only thing is, I'll say, like, before I went, I, I was just, like, quiet. I would hold things to myself. But as I'm getting older, I'll say, I don't, like, why you don't, um, sorry, you don't argue with him like that, or you don't talk back to him. Why are you always doing it to me? I'll say that. But I don't, I wouldn't have said it when I was younger. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I feel like I was talking in circles. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we did kind of answer that. Which one? Number four. Yes. The favorites. Kind of kind of answered in there. Yeah. Um, do you help your parents care for the other children? I did, absolutely. Especially as I'm telling you, I'm the oldest, y'all. Yeah. I, I whether it was have walking somebody somewhere or if I went somewhere and making sure that I had took somebody with me or making sure my sister got to a certain place or being real young and babysitting until I got a sister 12 years apart. So yeah. babysitting, making sure, you know, she she ate, changed her clothes, gave her a bath, put her to bed, all that stuff. <laughs> like, I, like I said before, like me and my baby sister, like we were together so often, like oftentimes, like she used to call me Moni. But when she was little, yeah. people thought she was saying mommy. <laughs> and we'd be riding on the bus together. So I, we used to play a game. I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna play, we're gonna play mommy daughter, okay? So you know, I used to get a kick out of people thinking I was a 16 year old mom. Sixteen and pregnant, but she wasn't. I was bad, but I thought it was so funny that people would turn their nose up and she'd be like, mommy, mommy, but it was mommy. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. Um, my answer is yes, but it's because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So um being growing up in the household with myself and my brother that's six years older than me I was the youngest one in the house um and I always wanted just like any other kid I want a younger brother I want a younger sister and my mom wasn't giving it to me but then 10 years later here comes one of them and I was so excited I was like yes I got my own because I had little cousins (laughs) and then my cousin had a little sister but I didn't have no little sister no little brother to play with like when they go home they got each other when I go home my brother's now off to college or yeah like off doing like big boy stuff with his friends and stuff and I'm just in the house watching Nickelodeon by myself and I want somebody to play with too and when he came along I was just so excited like taking pictures of him all the time and changing his diaper like I was excited to do that like feed him like can I help mom like I was just so excited but then you know when I hit the when they hit a certain age then it becomes like are you annoying now yeah but like even when it came to I remember one time um I was at my mom's job and she asked me if I um if I would want to be paid to babysit my little brother in the Mm -hmm. summertime and I was like, oh, no, I just watch him. Like, I just volunteered. Um, Looking back, I'm like, I should have took that $100. I was surprised you went took the money. Right. But, no, I, I just, was, she's like, I $100 it. a week. That was a lot for a little 11-year-old. But I was like, no, you know. So I, like, would babysit, um, play, babysit with him and play with him and stuff. But for me, it was fun. I don't think I ever had to play a pseudo-parent kind of role. And when we got to, like, older, it became natural for me. Like, when I found mm-hmm. out they were, like, hanging out with the wrong crowd or giving our snacks away from the house to the yeah. kids in the neighborhood or um see them hanging out on the corner and like smell smoke and stuff like then it kicked in but it wasn't like I felt like I was being a parent it felt like I was being a sibling because even at 
whatever age I was, 18, 22, whatever, I wouldn't like um, get on them about it. I would either go to my maternal big brother or go, like if it was about the smoking and stuff, I would tell my big brother like, hey, this, I think, cause I don't want to go to mom and tell her that. Yeah. Um, but if it was something like they get, they gave the stacks away or when I, one time I had busted, came in the house and all these kids was in the house, like eating up our stuff in the kitchen and they ran out cause they knew they were wrong. Then I, yeah, I told my mom that. So, but it was never like me getting a belt out and beating them because I thought I was the parent of them. Yeah, I, I think the, when it comes to like the dynamic of like when you're, when you're, when you're younger and you have the dynamic of like parent, child, older sibling, and then as an adult, it's like completely flipped. Yeah, it changes. Because like between the, um, not necessarily the same comparison, but the way like when my baby sister and my dad talk on the phone is a much shorter conversation than, <laughs> or a completely different conversation than when me and my dad talk on the phone. Like, <laughs> I, I would never forget. I was talking on the phone. Like, I was just like chilling on the phone talking. And my sister came in the room. She's like, who are you talking to? I was like, I'm talking to dad. She was like, that mom? <laughs> like, y'all still on the phone? Like, yes, I'm talking to dad. <laughs> but like, she was amazed that I was literally like, <laughs> A, a long, full-blown, like, conversation. Like, she was amazing. Still on the phone. But I wonder what that is, too, because, like, you're talking about your younger sister, so she was in the house longer and more around that time. Yeah, and yeah, you were yeah. the kid out of, out of the house, so that changes it. But for me, like, recently, me and my mom had that conversation because I'm Devin, I'm Nene in that situation. Like, when I see my mom on the phone with my brother or, like, they have candid conversation I'm like you'll never call me and then she's like I because I see you all the time I was like but even when I was away for college do you know that I was jealous of Simone her mom <laughs> and dad call her every day and you did not call me every day and she's like I did call you. no you did not you did not call me every day mom I had to call you sometimes you did not call me every day but like I, I don't know what like parents and they're, they're entitled to it to have different relationships because kids you see it all the time like it's a known fact not a fact for everybody but daddy's little girls mom's little yeah. boys or whatever so you'll see that so that's just a natural thing of everybody has a different relationship with right. everybody in the family it's never going to be equal but yeah plus as a teenager most of the time you're not trying to chill on the phone with your parent anyway so that's why i always try to tell her i'm like look at this point right now I don't even see you having in-depth conversations with dad. <laughs> but as you get older, like, there's just different things that you're going to want information about or want to talk about it, like, he'll put you up on game or something. Yeah. And you're going to be, and you're going to be there to listen. Even if he didn't tell you the story about 15 times, you're going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to listen to it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, but that's, um, that's really intriguing. And it's funny to hear, like, another older, another older sibling in the bunch that's spending a lot of times beginning with the uh, parent I just wonder like how my life is going to change once things certain things in my life change like my mom won't be calling me more like if I left the state today to move to Texas my mom won't call me every day I mean you can imagine I think when I was living with my dad how she ain't gonna call me every day she barely texts me back <laughs> <laughs> why are you not texting me back right you think you grown we should give me the little <laughs> like button that she read the message <laughs> Um, when you have your own family, would you want to have more than one child? Why or why not? 
Yes, absolutely. I want to have more than one child. Two or three, no more than that. Um, I actually don't see myself having more than that, but I guess that depends on me and my husband and what we decide. But the reason why I say more than one is because um, I know what it feels like to grow up with a sibling and to have like just the dynamic of that relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's, it's just important to have that. And also hearing stories from people who were only children and wishing that they did have that dynamic of um, having another sibling and they may have had like you know like a cousin or a godbrother or sister or something like that but I have heard stories where they did feel like they missed that aspect of being able to have like the sibling that you know that they live with and were able to to do things with yeah so I definitely would want to have two at least yeah please no more than three <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have um, two children um when I was growing up too I didn't know some people who only had I mean they were the only child same thing that you said and they had the cousins and everything which is fine but um I would want my kid to have somebody to play with like I even though I wasn't the only child I was the only child in that age range so like I said I was watching Nickelodeon alone and um when I was on punishment I didn't have anybody to sneak with to play with like my cousins did um <laughs> But also just thinking about it as an adult, when you have to, God forbid, I'm not ready for this, but you know, like as an adult, when you have to make decisions about your parents mm -hmm. um, and like having that support, like I feel like I won't be able to call a cousin as much as I will be able to call a sibling to say, okay, who's going to take mom grocery shopping or who's going to like do certain things for, for her or make decisions. Like even when it comes to birthdays, like asking each other, did you hear anything about what mom wants for her birthday? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's an expensive gift. You want to go have? <laughs> Opposed to, like, you're the only child. You got to buy that whole freaking bag by yourself for mommy. So, yeah, um, yeah just, like, things like that. Just, some, like, a like a, a given friend for, for the child to have. Yeah, just that solid, just solid support. Because I can't say, regardless of the fact that me and my sisters are mad at each other, we most definitely gonna be there when we need them. Who did it? Yeah. What what's going on? What's up? Who, who we gotta put hands on? Who who we fighting today? Right. We we lined up. What's up? I will call my sisters right, right now. Even though she mad at me because I was wearing her blouse, she's gonna be down here right now. <laughs> what's up? You want all these hands? Let's go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't matter. Yeah. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. That's a lot of questions. Do you have any other questions? I don't. I really enjoyed this segment. Well, I don't want to get this back. Really, I'm like, think I shared a lot. I you did. I honestly, I was like, I was, um, I was wowed. But of course, you are my best friend. But then there's also like, when we do this, we also still learn a lot more about one another. So mm -hmm. just being able to learn more about the dynamics of being the only female and having so many brothers, but also like. The different types type. of brothers exactly yeah um and just how you've been able to like grow and build with those relationships like all of it all encompassing is very very interesting and i know so much more about you <laughs> you know the world <laughs> i will never listen to this episode but it's my life <laughs> that's why when you finished i was like okay like you took the breath out of me and i was like <laughs> i was like oh, that was a lot i'm talking i feel like i'm talking in circles <laughs> Well, that was an intimate 
hot Cheap topic. Carpet, hot topic. Yes. And now let's move on to the next segment, which is dorm stories. Yo, yo, here we go, yo. So what's so what's the what's the scenario? In today's dorm story segment, we are going to be sharing a sibling story and see if we can relate to it. This is going to be coming from Cora.com. Cora the Explorer. And the question is: is it always something parents do or don't do that causes sibling rivalry? Let's get into the answer. That's a good question. My sister and I were the worst pairing of siblings you could imagine. She was the eldest and as best as I could would have preferred to be an only child. Everything was a competition to her and she would be damned if I wanted. I, on the other hand, just wanted to do things and move through life as I chose without the competition or the anger or the judgment she constantly dished out at me. It was a weird reverse dynamic because I would choose something original that I wanted to do. And as soon as I started getting praise for it, she has to do the same thing and better. If you were to ask her, I was our parents' favorite because I had talent and a free spirit and they indulged my independence. If you were to ask me, she was the favorite because she would steal my clothes and antagonize me. And when I fought back, she'd yell for our parents and they always made me let her win because she was relentless. It's no surprise that she grew up to be a lawyer. (laughs) But if you ask our parents, they will say they always did their best to treat us fairly. It wasn't until I was an adult raising two canine children that I realized that they were telling the truth. Once I adopted my younger dog, Pete, my eldest dog, Daisy, changed quite a bit. I raised them with the same love and attention, but they have different personalities and different needs, so it can be hard to cater to their differences and still seem fair. I see my sister in Daisy, and I see myself in Pete, and as I have watched them grow up together, they have given me a great deal of perspective on my sister and myself. I don't think anyone ever intends to make their children feel competitive or unequal. They just try to give each child what he or she needs to thrive. And it's hard to predict what will incite the jealousy that I believe is at the heart of the rivalry. Hmm. Wow. I personally cannot relate to that. Um, And I'm assuming it's because I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that, and because of the type of girl that I am, um, a lot of things that, like, I'm not going to argue or uh, compete with, with a guy. My brothers were into sports. I wasn't into sports. I was into cheerleading. But when I think about it, my, my cousins that I said I was close to, it was always comparison with her or, like, something like that as far as, like, whose hair is longer whose um, body is skinnier, who models the best, who's the best cheerleader, like those things was, that was my rival person until a certain age when Mm -hmm. you didn't care. But I did feel like not my parent per se, but adults will kind of like compare and it will get in our head kind of. 
Yeah, I can agree on a certain level because there has been times where things did happen to me, where something of mine was taken or an argument spewed from something, but I didn't feel like my side was seen and this sibling over here oh, that's got, the, got, the, got the win. And it was just kind of like, but that was mine. Or right. being told that, well, I need to share, but it's mine. <laughs> like, why aren't you telling her to give it back? Mm-hmm. Um, or also along the lines of, dang, I forgot what I was about to say. Hold on, let me really back. I always got to do that. It's just like I have an old lady brain sometimes and I just draw a blank and it's just like, what was I doing? Was I walking my cat? Like, I don't... <laughs> Not a cat. <laughs> oh, dang. I really forgot what I was about to say, y'all. Wow. Hmm. Well, I guess when it comes back to me, we'll wow. go back to having this conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. But that is relatable. Um, now that you say it, like, when one of my brothers would just do stuff on the sneak and just so annoying. And I think my mom would be so annoyed or just over it that it's just like, I don't care. So then that brother still y'all gets his go. Yeah, y'all figure it out. And it's like, but like, can you just get him? Like, what happened to the mom that used to pop us on the butt? Like, what happened to the mom that used to put us on punishment? Tied. That don't exist anymore. <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? Mm. So frustrating. I remember what I was going to say. Or there were sometimes have been moments where I was put into a position, I guess this kind of can relate to being like the pseudo parent, but my parents being like, I need you to talk to your sister. Okay, well, what happened? Or had to talk to your sister. Your sister didn't did this. I need you to talk to your sister. You can try to give us some advice. So me being told by my parents to talk to my sisters, but my siblings feeling as if like, oh, they might feel as if like they're being compared. But I'm like, I'm not trying to compare myself to you. I'm just trying to give you just different options you don't necessarily have to do what I did but here is a list of other things that you can do to help you get yourself out of the situation that you're in now or maybe learn from what I did that got me in trouble don't go this route yeah do do something totally different I know you see me get in trouble for xyz don't do that Mm -hmm. don't don't try to lie and cover it up don't do that I ran all those tricks already like so just things like that that just tries to make it seem like I know everything and I I have to be right. It's not necessarily that, but I feel like it may come off that way sometimes. So then it's often times where I'm like, no, I have not spoken to my sister yet. (laughs) Do I have to? (laughs) Yeah. Even as far as the part of like the competition part, um, when, when he said, or she said, whoever said, um, it's no surprise that they ended up being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So even as an as an adult, some people may have some friction or competition with their siblings. But I still don't feel that with my siblings. We all chose different career paths. Um, mm-hmm. We all make different salaries, and uh, for sure, I know that one of my brothers make w- makes more money than me. But my mom doesn't make me feel less than or like, oh, look at your brother. What are you doing? And then look at what you do. Like it's like yeah. she's proud of whatever path that we chose and even my two of my brothers are married another one is in like a good relationship um everybody has somebody and I'm still single they don't point that out and say oh look at them they going they got their booze but look at you you still like it's not like that with my family and that's a blessing because some people are yeah some people do have those pressures yeah, it's not like that in my family either. Like, they love us yeah. <laughs> very genuinely and equally. And, like, for our individual personalities. Like they, yes, exactly. They 
they love us the, the, they love us all the same um but they're just different aspect of us that shines more than others I think that's sometimes too what can be like perceived as like a favoritism of some sort um but it's just like when when a parent praises a child for one thing and one child may seem as if they weren't praised for a certain other thing like it's not as good um I think that can sometimes that will sometimes can build a wedge um as well yeah when a sibling doesn't feel seen yeah um I don't necessarily think that happens with me and my siblings I do feel like we all get our praise when we should have our praise Mm -hmm. um but I can I'm probably sure there have been moments where like somebody got more praise than somebody else at a certain point in time for whatever it was but Mm -hmm. you know we're all doing you know great things and growing in the things that that we do and um you know growing and learning in our own ways I'm sure our parents are are proud of us and all the different things that that we do I know that for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh that was a good um a good little exercise. Yeah, that was, that was a nice little, little, um, little, little segment, little story, little article, little yeah. answer to a question. What's the next segment? You know what it is, girl. It's time for the community news. I'm about to sing a song, but I'll let you do it. Thank you. <laughs> it's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of Truth Carpet Season 3, Episode 5, talking yeah. all about siblings, okay? All about it. Yes. All and about it. I actually really enjoyed the conversation that we had. I wonder what our siblings will think about this episode. I hope they don't listen. I hope they do listen, <laughs> and I hope they learn how much I really do love them equally. Oh, my God. <laughs> So for our announcements, we are in the month of April, which is in the month. So, you know, if you've been following us for each month, we have a question of the month. This month, you saw me in this episode doing like that and certain little dance moves and stuff. <laughs> gyrate. I gyrate. But that's because um, our question of the month for April is, what is your favorite, sorry, what was your favorite go-to dance move, either in high school or in college? I feel like everybody wants to see the Dougie. See that, the, I would, that would be college though, because if I go back to, to go back to high school, you know that was that was the hyphy movement era. Uh-huh. I would have like going dumb. You feel me? The shape. Hey, okay. Yeah. Yes. I feel like for us over here, when I think of high school dance, I can only think about the routine. So I think about the routine. But yes, in college it was a thuggy. Yeah, but if it wasn't those, you can let us know down below in the comment section. You can also let us know on Instagram where we have the question of the month post. And of course, you'll be entered for a chance to win our giveaway for the April question of the month. Yes, 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 yes. Answer on YouTube, answer on Instagram, answer on the website as a member and be entered twizize. More yes. chance to win. Okay. Okay. All right. And up next in our announcements. We want to let you know that you can also go to the website, aside from signing up to be a member, because you got to go to the website to do that. You can go to the website, go to our shop, 
and check out our merch. If you have forgotten or if you did not know, we have a self-love journal. We have two poetry books. We got t-shirts. We got sweatshirts. I mean, it is getting into the spring, so we need to release some long sleeve sweatshirts <laughs> on the days where it's a little little chilly. But we have a little something for everybody. Yeah, long sleeve sweatshirts. Long sleeve shirts, y'all know what I mean. But we got sweatshirts too. We got long sleeve sweatshirts too, okay? Yeah. What you need is there. And if it's something that's not there that you think that we should have, let us know. Let us know and we will go ahead and make it happen. But you know, summer's around the corner and then crap top about to be back, baby. Yeah. If you enjoy our podcast, if you enjoy our question of the month polls, all the stuff that we have on this YouTube channel, make sure that you let a friend know if you think that, if you know that they love podcasts or may enjoy our content, you can like, comment, Mm -hmm. subscribe, and share. You know, when you have more likes on YouTube, it gets your, you know, get more people to come to your page, so... Do that for us. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. Even if you just listen on Spotify and you go to YouTube and hit the like button, it still counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes, you can, if y'all also forgot that you can also watch this as a video on Spotify. Spotify now shows video podcasting, right? I really think that is super dope. I love that they have that feature now. So yes, go ahead, watch it on Spotify, but then make sure that you go back to YouTube and hit the like button. Please and thank you. (laughs) And it is officially April, which means it is officially National Poetry Month, which means it's time for the book bundle sale. Y'all head on over to the website and purchase yourself a book bundle of our poetry. Matter of fact, we should just go ahead and put up both bundles because you might have the self-love journal and you might not have the poetry books, but you may have the poetry book and you might have the self-love journal. Whatever it is, we put up all the bundles. We're going to put up the three book bundle, the two book bundle, <laughs> and then you're still going to be able to buy the books individually. Bundle, bundle, bundle. Bundles, 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 books, books, books for National Poetry Month. Okay! <laughs> and our last announcement is if you know of any, I said any. Well, we it are could be indie, indie, artists, right? right. Mm-hmm. But if you know of any vending events, open mic events, anything like that that we can be a part of, let us know in the comments. Let us know on our Instagram page because now that we are together, we would like to do some love loud things. Yes, in person and get to network and meet people and recite and just you know just be out there. So yes, help us, please. Absolutely. Send it our way. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Okay? okay? Send us the information and we will thank you profusely. Yes. Really. But thank you for tuning in to this episode of Love Loud's podcast, Truth Carpet. We will speak back. I said, we will speak back. We bet that 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 in your ears and in your view. In two weeks. Stay black. Stay proud.